1: and welcome to the 15th episode of Criminality. Criminality. Loving reality just isn't a crime Rebecca. Rebecca how are you?
0: I'm great. Hi nice to be here. Nice to see you. Nice to see you
1: in the light of day to be quite honest. I know.
0: (laughs) The real like crack of dawn almost here. We don't (laughs) typically record in mornings. We're kind of a post-bedtime quiet household recorders. Right. Um, but we're recording in the morning, so this is new. Yeah,
1: this is new. Who, who knows how yeah. exactly it'll go? I have some theories, but we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> well, I have a venti iced latte, so that should happen. But yeah, speaking of seeing you, uh, just a reminder for our listeners that we're on YouTube now, Ooh. like visually, like uh, you can watch us if you want to, if you want to. If you want to. See us and um, watch us tell these stories. So that's fun. You can subscribe to our channel. It's at criminality. Sh- and we try not to think about being on there while we're talking to one another. Or I try. Yeah, I. But um. Fail. But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. Sometimes
0: I'm reminded. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: hard thing is, um, since it's you know mostly podcast, is uh, I'll see you and I I start nodding. I'm like, oh no, Melissa, people can't hear you nodding, so maybe you should give a yeah every once in a while.
0: Every once in a while but those are distracting too sometimes sometimes I hear myself audibly respond to you and I like jump out of my seat because I'm like shut up like just relax no I'll take as much as you want to give
1: me I'm good
0: okay well I am an emphatic empathetic listener so there's a lot of for me as well but I'll try to vocally affirm you as well but um good morning (laughs) good good morning how was your week big week big week don't want to get into it, but yeah, oh. the buildup of the homeland watching turned into actually depositing my daughter onto a campus and just leaving her, and that was a lot. But um, she's very happy. Oh, she's good. doing well. Sending pictures of the food that apparently is amazing, which tells you everything you need to know about cooking. I know. At my house. I know she gets whatever she wants there's 10 dining halls and she's just like hopping them all loving it yeah it was it was a lot dropping her off but it was if i'm so excited for her nice. i really am that's the like overriding feeling there's a lot of other emotions sure. but i'm so excited for her that's
1: awesome that'll be such a cool experience i'm excited for her don't know her think she's great though <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm kind of living through her yeah. like the classes she's taking man if you could do it all over like i would do it all differently yeah 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 i got um, it She's making good choices. How was your week? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's been a good week. I really feel like something was going on, but now I don't remember. So clearly, it's not noteworthy. We're living in the moment, Melissa. Um, that's uh, that. That could be the way we spin having no memory of the week prior. <laughs> like if nothing life altering had happened in my life last week, I would have nothing to tell you either. I shot a little goodbye video to her. I don't know if you saw it on my dialogue I Instagram, mm-hmm. but it was me waving to her. Mm-hmm. But it was at night, and there was a full moon, which I tried to capture, and then I put it in black and white, and it basically looks like the beginning of a horror movie. There's a chain-link fence, an ominous sky, and so I was like, why did my goodbye with my daughter look like the beginning of the end? Aww. Um, but you can see that on my dialogue I'll Instagram. But um, anyway, big week over at my house. I am so excited to to be back and to be recording, and Me too. I kind of know who you're talking about today, but I don't know anything about his story. Yeah. Um, but- there's the Stewart men. These
1: are the Stewart men. Good, bad, ugly Okay, Rebecca, in 2005, a show debuted on Fox, a show that no one asked for, much like most of our shows. And seemingly, no one really watched it, as it only ran for six episodes. This show was called Princes of Malibu, starring Brody and Brandon Jenner. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah.
0: I've I've never seen it, but I've certainly heard of it. And I know that this is where a lot of people got the Jenner um, their opinions. Right. On
1: it's where the Jenner, Jenner started we started hearing about them pre-Kardashian connection. Yeah.
0: So yeah. this isn't the show we're
1: talking about today, so that okay. was really pointless on my end. But we're talking about a show that was sort of launched off the back of this show. And somehow may have been worse. And the show I'm speaking of was created two years later, and it was called Sons of Hollywood. This show starred Randy Spelling, son of Hollywood super producer Aaron Spelling and brother of Tori, please keep the hibachi grill away from me, Spelling, (laughs) as well as a man by the name of David Weintraub. You might not be really familiar with his name. He is in a few reality shows, but he's like a producer of reality shows. I use that term. There's lots of air quotes if you're watching on video. He later becomes this reality producer of sorts, but he's like a childhood friend of theirs, and we'll get to him really soon enough. And lastly, the star of the show, if star is code four, I might have seen him on TMZ before, Sean Roderick Stewart, son of Mm. rocking rocker Rod Stewart. And Sean is who we're gonna be speaking about this week for reasons. Reasons I don't even necessarily remember. And so if you'll recall, my uh, clues were Adrian, Audrina, and Maggie May. So Maggie May is a song by Rod Stewart. That was my Oh. That was my Rod Stewart for nice. my one clue. And we'll get into the other okay. two as
0: we go along. Okay, I'm nervous for some reason. I don't know why having two women's names and a story about him is making me uncomfy.
1: Um, yeah, no, that's probably good. It's,
0: it, it's okay. We've done. I've,
1: I'm in my douchebag phase, apparently. So we've done <laughs> <laughs> my season, my Ryan Lochte, and this. You know, it's it is what it is. I think he describes himself very well, as you'll see as we go along. Um, I love your
0: douchebag. My- it's like Picasso's blue period. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you're going to be remembered. Yo, I love it.
1: Honestly, that's probably true. So, uh, my family <laughs> would even agree.
0: Sean Roderick Stewart
1: was born in LA, as you can imagine, to parents Rod and Alana Stewart. Are you familiar with Alana Stewart? I'm not. I'm familiar with Kimberly Stewart. Okay. Well, she'll come up too. Um, If you aren't familiar with Rod, uh, could I please join you under the rock that you're living under? I'm tall. I don't snore. And I've been known to apologize for things I've never even done. I make the perfect (laughs) roommate. (laughs) But enough about my issues. On to Rod's issues. Marriage was an issue for Rod Stewart. Mm -hmm. Throughout his life, he's been married three times, but has famously had eight children with five lucky ladies. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. He wasn't really big on marriage, though, uh, as he once famously said, quote, instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like and just give her a house.
0: And people say love is
1: dead, Rebecca.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't mind bumping into him. Like, right? Also, (laughs) call me, Ross. You'd hate me. (laughs) Buy me a house, shut me up,
1: I'll never bother Yeah, I, I can be quiet as a mouse. Um, so Rod's first actual marriage, though, is to Alana Stewart. And Alana was a model, duh, that makes perfect sense, right? She had been married to George Hamilton before that. Do you know George Hamilton? Really tan, has like the Cindy Crawford mole, old-time actor. He, he always gives me, um, who was the actor married to? Annette Benning? It always gives me those vibes, like womanizer, big into the ladies, netpinning, and you know who I'm talking about.
0: It's not Warren Beatty.
1: Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Good job. Gives me kind of those vibes. Gotcha, gotcha. Kind of like
0: classic Hollywood Yeah, I'm getting maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What would they have called him in that era? Something else. Player. I don't know.
1: Okay, let's call him a player. So she was married to George Hamilton before. They had a son named Ashley, and you probably have heard of Ashley Hamilton. He's been in things through the years. He's very good looking, but he's um, kind of been in and out of trouble as well. And that couple divorces, and then in 1979, she meets and marries Rod Stewart. They stay married for just five years, but they have two kids Kimberly, mm-hmm. the socialite who wasn't on The Simple Life, but Correct. Harris was really gunning for her, and Sean, who was born on September 1st, 1980, making him whatever zodiac sign Googles themselves, because I'm absolutely positive he's going to find the show um, later. So, hi, Sean. <laughs> I don't know that to be exactly true, but Love I you. mean it. He's got Google <laughs> Alerts set up, I promise you that. So when the couple divorces, Alana keeps the Stewart name and probably the house that came with it because that's what happens. She's no dummy. Yeah. His divorces. Yeah. Side note: Do you remember who Kimberly Stewart had a son with or a daughter with? It was Uh, big news because they were very unlike. No, no, no. It's an actor, a very uh, famous actor. His first name is Benicio. Oh, Del Toro. No, I do not
0: remember that happening. Gosh, must be a gorgeous kid
1: gorgeous kid i assume i actually have not seen pictures i was nodding no and s- acting like i knew what i was talking about i was doing okay, a, erica, erica jane right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah i don't know but um yeah they weren't they weren't a couple they just
0: had a child to ugly
1: sometimes okay. and so then yeah they had um a
0: baby yeah I, I can't i mean it's hard to imagine them together honestly i wouldn't like place them but that's so interesting it is right a child okay they share a
1: child together. But also, another side note, Alana and George Hamilton had a talk show in the 90s called George and Alana that I watched for some reason. Like Wait, at the time. Child- you watched oh, at the time, yes. Alana As a and child, I watched a previously divorced couple Mostly. do a talk show in my teens.
0: <laughs> of course you did. What 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 was it about? Like lifestyles just like this and that?
1: Yeah, it was I I don't I don't remember a lot about it. I think they just had celebrity guests. It was just one of those like uh, Regis and Kathy Lee kind of okay. um notice I didn't say Kelly Ripa there, but Regis and Kathy Lee oh. kind of uh things the shade. So, in 2015 though, the couple even had or the ex-couple really even had a series called The Stuarts and Hamiltons with George, Alana, Ashley, and Kimberly. And Sean was sometimes on it, but we'll get into that more later later. It was on E. Okay. One season. No one really cared about the Stewarts or Hamilton. I shouldn't say no one cared about them. Nobody tuned in for them.
0: Okay. That's more accurate.
1: Because they didn't care about them. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So in the early two thousands though, Sean is this Big guy on the Hollywood party scene. He did it all. He did Nobu, The Ivy, and whatever else the early two thousands equivalent of Sir and Pump was. Sean was known to be a bit of a bad boy, which is like my least favorite thing to call somebody. Don't worry. According to an interview I heard with him on Brandy Glanville's Unfiltered podcast from two thousand fourteen, don't tell us we don't do our research. He describes himself though as an amazing person, too generous. Oh
0: and is always a nice guy. So, oh my gosh, that's like his answer to, you know, what's your biggest flaw in a job interview and he's like mm-hmm. I'm too generous. I work too hard.
1: But totally not like, hey, how would you
0: describe yourself? Just randomly would be like, I'm just too generous. And I'm like, I'm oh. an amazing person. Yeah. like is what comes to mind off the top.
1: Like, Yeah. Ugh, off the top of my head. I never gross. try to play down anything. It's always like, let me tell you everything about myself and I'm going to make myself sound even better. But back in 2002, Sean is 22 years old and he has his first arrest, at least that I could find. So to be honest, this was really, I was telling Rebecca, it was a really hard story to research because it seems like. Either the internet just scrubbed things or, or nobody cared. I don't know which one it was, to be totally Whoa. honest. In 2002, he pleads no contest to felony assault after he attacks a man by the name of Jason Rogland, who I think may have been a surfer. I saw something about him being a surfer outside of Nobu in Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> so Appa- Apparently, former Superman actor Dean Cain was there and actually broke the fight up. All of this sounds very...
0: And more L.A. Right? I know. She's broken up by Superman.
1: So he was sentenced to 90 days in county jail and was also ordered to pay a $5,600 fine to the victim as well as participate in both anger management and drug rehab programs. He also pleaded guilty to possession of a controlled substance in another case around the same time. That's why I don't know if that was actually the first arrest. Okay. Um, I'm thinking this one came after the drug possession one. But anyway, that's a... Not a pretty serious sentence, but more than I would have thought for him at that time, right? So we don't hear a lot from Sean during the next few years. But then that changes when a show debuts. Again, no one asked for Uh, the show is Sons of Hollywood, as I mentioned before. And it's this legendary show that really lives forever, but not on the Internet. Because again, I could barely find clips. Rebecca, do you know what channel Sons of Hollywood would have been on?
0: I mean E would be my first guess but it feels good wrong because it's too obvious. So if if not E then life no. I don't know. MTV? It would be A and E? A and E. That makes no sense because there's some fine programming on A and E and wow that artwork. <laughs> I
1: know the <laughs> artwork question. is good. Had a quick oh, change on there.
0: Wait, yeah. remind me the year?
1: Um this was in 2007. Wow,
0: looks even older than that.
1: Yeah, Um, it does. Okay,
0: didn't see A&E coming. Continue.
1: No. Um, So we have shows now like 60 days in, in the first 48, but back in 2007, it's not known as a TV station for any – celebrity children's brushes with reality TV, right? No. It it seems like the weirdest match. In fact, it's such a weird match. Whenever I actually started writing this, I got it confused with AMC because I was like, oh, that's Breaking Bad and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how did that happen? But they both feel just about as... Out of left field, right? Doesn't exactly. make a lot of sense.
0: Isn't A and E where inside the Actors Studio was with James? Lipton? Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
0: I. I think of like highbrow, kind of like artsy, cultural things.
1: Weird. Well, <laughs> but then they had Sons <laughs> of Hollywood, so
0: sweet cred. <laughs> oh
1: wow. Okay. So. The show really focuses on Sean and Randy. They grew up as childhood friends, and they're trying to find their way in Hollywood with their childhood friend, David Weintraub, this guy, um, helping them seal their deals. The only real proof I found that any of the deals ever happened was that Sean actually sang the theme song for the show. And his dad is very talented, makes sense that, you know, he could be talented, And Rebecca, I'd like to play a small clip for you. It's actually going to be a little clip from the show, so it's a little bit longer. We'll see how I edit this in. Um, But the song, he Sings, is on at the end. So please hold on to your butts, and I will send you this now. I'm so excited. I'm David Weintraub. I'm a talent agent here in Los Angeles. Two of my best friends also happen to be two of my clients. Randy Spelling is an actor and the son of super producer Aaron Spelling, and Sean Stewart, the son of rock and roll legend Rod Stewart, who also happens to be an up-and-coming singer. Hey, this is L.A. We all grew up here, you know, we're, we're California boys, and California
0: and the lifestyle that we lead, you know, it's it's just a little different.
1: This is the life, this is the life of the in crowd One in the fame and high Great connections with no directions, still misunderstood Bodies and parties and
0: everyone watching me Can't let it catch me living the life of the in crowd I I so it feels like the poor man's reality version of Entourage, kind of. That's actually how it was built to be, like a real life Entourage. Yeah, but but with none of the like clever dialogue. Girl is or, nowhere to be found. Yeah, like not compelling characters. I mean, but yeah, like these wannabe Hollywood guys who are connected, but not. And ugh, I just, yeah. I don't know, first impression that there's probably not one of them I like. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: I think that's actually right. I feel like Randy Spelling has actually come a long way. And I, yeah, I feel like he's matured and he actually wasn't terrible. I don't remember a lot of that show, but I don't remember hating him. You know, okay, okay, I didn't, we would never be friends, but I wasn't like actively like, I hope you never have a career um, or anything like that. I don't want to see you on my TV. It was just, he just was whatever. I hate to say that song was very catchy for me. And um, I it feels very early 2000s, very Good Charlotte, that kind yes. of. Yes, I
0: mean, it feels so reminiscent of that time and it sounds mm-hmm. just kind of like a, a remixed version of a song we've already heard.
1: Oh, um, for sure.
0: But just like the literal way that they describe the show as the lyrics of the song is yeah. so embarrassing.
1: It's yeah, it gives me total crunch. So yeah. would it be surprising, based on those lyrics, that it actually ended up being on the Bratz motion picture soundtrack?
0: No. Isn't that actually, perfect? It's like exactly right. Yeah.
1: I was like, That's, wow, nailed it.
0: <laughs> good for him. I bet he got a nice paycheck for that. Jeez.
1: I know. Bratz of all th- I'm like, the team? Oh, Bratz.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. another very specific time and place of the world. Like it. I remember that.
1: It is. Yeah. Not not, it was the best of times, but it was actually the worst of times. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) So the show, though, only really lasts for one season and 13 episodes. They actually played double episodes every week. I think even A&E was like, let's just get this over with. We've paid for this. Let's get it done. So some of the titles included Moms of Hollywood, The Odd Squad and SWAT, Spelling, Weintraub and Trouble. I know. Yeah. Please roll your Don't. eyes. Yeah, it's like
0: <laughs> stop trying to make that happen. Exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, speaking of which, I did watch Mean Girls with my daughter over the weekend, <gasps> and it's the best thing in the
0: entire world. She doesn't wait. Had yes. you not seen it? Oh, I love, I love Mean Girls. Oh, okay, it but times. it was your first time watching it with her.
1: Yeah, and so that's it was so always... special. It was right. It was like that was the highlight of my week. It was just oh, such a fun thing for yeah. sure we just died laughing and she's like you quote this all the time like
0: I know right (laughs) that is so sweet oh I love that
1: yeah it was a good it was a good moment okay so back to the show so while I could only find small clips from this show from what I remember Sean's really all over the place he's unfocused he takes things too far Um, and something he actually says later on this podcast the Spidey cast which I also had to listen to with Heidi and Spencer and his crystals um, he says you know I took it to way too far back then he also said it was never on the right network i would agree with him it yeah not a fit could have done better on e something like that but it or was MTV. never yeah it was never going to be a big show it just really wasn't randy on the show like i was saying is more laid back and well-mannered notably during this season randy's dad Aaron passes away and that was a huge deal um in Hollywood, the Tory Spelling Saga, all of that, we all of kind of knew about it. And um, while I couldn't find the episodes online um, unless I wanted to get a virus, um, I love you all, but I was not going to do that, not for this. <laughs> <laughs> so whether good or bad, Sean now has a little bit of notoriety aside from being his uh, father's son. So he's a Hollywood bad boy. He has his own show on a respected channel A&E and he's seemingly involved in a lot of business ventures this is always my favorite when we get to talk about reality stars yeah adventures if you had to take some guesses on some things you think he'd be involved in what would you
0: mm, what would energy, you say? energy drink oh that's a good one okay um like a uh, men's Jewelry,
1: ooh!
0: Like I feel like one of those dudes is wearing bracelet for sure. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's wearing a cuff. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't know what did he do. So one of them was, uh, he he said that he was involved in bars and restaurants, clothing lines, and even a water brand called One Three Eight Water. Have you heard of One Three Eight Water? No, I was you know a devoted black water drinker. Oh so. yeah. Of <laughs> The Manzo brothers. Um, so 138 Water, if you don't mind if I educate you, it um, stands for one meaning, three words, Stop. eight letters. What? I love you. Stop. Because not only do you need hydration from your water, but I sort of want to think that my water's thinking of me when I'm not around.
0: <laughs> me and my water, we're exclusive. I, oh. Yeah, I didn't I see bet that coming. I he cheats on his water. I, yeah. oh, cool. Uh okay, water. I one, three, eight. It just takes too
1: much explanation. Not not good. Someone, if my husband told me that, I'd be out of here before sundown.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, taking the house, taking there you go. Goodbye. (laughs)
1: So back to Sean, though. In April of 2007, the same year that Sons of Hollywood actually comes on and is also canceled, um, (laughs) he is accused yet again of assault. Jeez. This story goes that Sean and two of his friends are headed to this house party in Hollywood. And so when they get there, they're told, yeah, you're not allowed in. And so Sean gets really mad. And when partygoers see him getting mad, they actually start making fun of him, which is I'm sure did not help how angry he was. Um, So he gets into a full tizzy and loses it. This is all allegedly. There's two different sides of this story. This is one that was told. And so around 4 a.m. this morning, allegedly, Sean and his two friends began throwing things at this Ford F-150. I believe it was parked there, but I had a hard time kind of following the story. Um, Witnesses said they saw them throwing rocks, bricks, a mailbox... Oh, and boy. even a trash can at this truck. So allegedly, again, um, they then open the car or the truck door and start hitting the passengers, which are Tobales and Erica Stein, which is a married couple. Four in the morning? Four in the morning. I don't know if they were trying to leave and then that's oh, okay. where it took place. I, I'm telling you, there's... I'll have my sources in the notes if you guys want to. Suspiciously little me.
0: information. Please. Interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the signs file a lawsuit for unspecified damages claiming that Sean was, quote, swinging his arms, punching, throwing bricks and other items, end quote, at them. So Tabala says that his wife goes to Cedar Sinai to be treated for lacerations on her legs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they also said in court documents, I'm going to read this quote. It's just there's a lot of words in there. They had dealt with, quote, shock, horror, fright, worry. Grief, shame, embarrassment, anger, chagrin, and nausea.
0: They opened a thesaurus. They were like, (laughs) we felt scared. How many ways can we say that to get more money? (laughs) When we get to
1: chagrin, I'm like, okay, (laughs) um... (laughs) Congratulations, you went to college. They were like, wait, his dad is who? Find more words. Wow, that's kind of part of it. Yeah. So on June 12th, 2007, two months after this incident, he's arrested for this and charged with four felonies, including assault with a deadly weapon and vandalism. He is released on $60,000 bond because at this point, people know who he is. So at his first court date, his attorney named Dana Cole enters a plea of not guilty for all of the charges. Sabalas and Erica also filed and were granted a protective order against Sean. But Sean seems to think that this is all because his dad is Rod Stewart. So here's a quote from his attorney that's released to TMZ the day after his arrest. He said, quote, We have conducted an extensive investigation since these allegations were first raised. We have interviewed numerous witnesses who were at the party on the night of the incident. Our investigation has revealed that what occurred on the night of the incident is much different than what the complaining witness has alleged. We will share our investigation with the prosecution at the appropriate time. Hmm. Our investigation has showed that the alleged victim only named Sean Stewart as a suspect after hearing that Mr. Stewart was at the party that night and that the alleged victim had financial motive to make these allegations against Mr. Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Our investigation has also revealed that any crimes which may have been committed that night were, in fact, committed by the person who claims to be the victim. So total plot twist.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Beyond saying that Sean didn't do it, they're saying these people are the ones that actually did this.
0: Hmm. Crazier
1: things have happened. I'm not saying that's what happened at all, but you can understand how that could be his defense, really. And it should be noted, though, that the couple also filed a civil lawsuit against Sean. So a Los Angeles judge, uh, Judge Title, eventually ruled that there was sufficient evidence to proceed, and a court hearing was scheduled for October 3rd that year. According to an article in Reuters, at the hearing, two witnesses said that other people in the confrontation were ones that threw things at the truck, and it wasn't Sean okay a superior court judge later ordered that they reached an out-of-court settlement of course which is kind of crazy though because these were felonies that could have sent him to prison for years right and he has a history of assault really i mean he already has a history of violence but wait there's more during all of this going on sean was accused of assault yet again In August of 2007, this was before, Sean is the subject of another lawsuit of an altercation that occurred in January of the year before, 2006, at a nightclub in Hollywood. So a a man by the name of Daniel Rafala claims that both Sean and his bodyguard began to beat him up after Daniel accidentally bumped into Sean. According to Daniel, he suffered a broken nose, and a few months later, they reached a settlement, and the whole case was dismissed. Okay. It's worth noting that the words Daniel used in regards to his altercation with Sean and his bodyguard were that he was quote attacked, assaulted, battered, punched, beat, hit, struck, tortured, and imprisoned. Whoa, yeah, that's a lot of wow, and and shocking that it got. Dro- I mean, people have the reasons for dropping charges and doing all that, but that the once we get to imprisoned, I'm thinking what what the heck happened. Oh, so anyway but back to reality literally in 2008 david his friend from sons of hollywood that this this one Mm -hmm. yep he um was actually the casting director and one of the producers on celebrity rehab really yes interesting so david ends up asking Sean if he wants to come on the cast. And at this point, Sean was actually sober for a few years. Okay. Um, but he still decided to join the second season to, quote, help others and deal with some other issues in my life that I have to deal with. So yeah, good reason. So season two of Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew really was particularly dark. Uh, the season included Gary Busey, Rodney King, and Tony Katan. Oh, my Gosh, I never saw that. Yeah, as of today, 4 of the 9 residents of that season have passed away. Oh man. Um I remember watching it in the Rodney King part. It was so so tough to um watch. Um and just you learn a lot about him because you always hear of him but you don't really know him. And um if you get I a chance, mean, that might be I would be, be so interested
0: to, to watch that. I yeah. had no idea he was ever on that. That's mm-hmm. really interesting.
1: Yeah. So, hey, Rebecca, would you like to take a little break from all this sad stuff so I can tell you a story about an appearance that Sean Stewart had that I had no idea he was on? Yes, please. Perfect. Okay. So in 2009, Sean was being sued on the Judge Janine Pirro show um, for, <laughs> for training sessions he had not paid for. So acor- according to this training trainer, the guy by the name of Xavier – he first meets uh, Kimberly, Sean's sister, uh-huh. and starts training her at their house. I don't know if Sean was living there. I don't know that situation exactly. Okay. Um, then he started training Sean four times a week. Sean said at the time that he was DJing. I know that's going to be surprising <laughs> to hear. <laughs> so back to the story. He says in this story, his dad was supposed to pay his trainer, um, but he hadn't sent the checks but whatever he actually did pay, so whatever Rod Stewart did pay, Sean had to pay him back. He said, my dad is very, very cheap, um, which is a fun thing to hear about Rod Stewart.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I think so, do he's got a lot of mortgages. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. He's got a lot of baby mamas to support. <laughs> <laughs> Lots
1: of mortgages. Um, maybe. He also talked about his um, his company that was paying for it, but it sounded like it was his agents that were paying for it but it was basically like money managers somebody who keeps track of his money and like
0: also how old is this money. kid right now like why should his dad he's be paying his for 30s. his training and oh good shut up about your he dad being he has a cheap. lot
1: of jobs though Rebecca
0: well, well yeah so pay, what, for, yeah, so pay for your, your, your own water training doesn't pay for itself <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's
1: very thirsty when he's training. <laughs> So, I love um, that. I love the idea of Rod Stewart writing him IO, or you know, him writing his dad IOUs for oh, these training my sessions. Gosh. So he eventually he was sued for forty two hundred dollars, but ultimately had to pay thirty five hundred dollars because the judge was like, "Hey, maybe you should have stopped training him when he stopped paying you. So Fair. some of this is on you, right? I will say in this judge thing this is the most likable I've seen him he actually seemed somewhat decent I don't know why it could have been a fluke he might have been not very well hydrated that day I don't know but I was like okay this is I can see a little bit of charm here that I haven't seen before yeah okay but then Rebecca in 2013 something happened Uh uh-oh Sean was linked with a tinsel-haired hotel heiress and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star. That's not any of the Hiltons. It was Adrian
0: Maloof. Sorry for the audible <laughs> silence. I'm like falling off my chair. I forgot about this.
1: Yeah, this was a good one. This I forgot about this. Was a good one. But did you this forget about like, Adrian's tinsel hair? Because I've never
0: forgotten it. No, never forget. Mm-hmm. This was a. Oh my gosh, what this a beautiful a golden like nugget in this story please mm-hmm. tell me everything because I don't know how that all came to be okay Ugh. so Adrian and her husband Dr. Paul Nassif
1: had recently separated and she this is me listening to this interview with Brandy Glanville okay. according to Sean he and Adrian meet through mutual friends and they spoke about business could that mean mm-hmm. 138 water do you think Adrian's an investor
0: <laughs> it's sort of possible oh my gosh yes I see her more getting excited about jewelry, though. Being like, have you ever considered bracelets? Yes. (laughs) What are your feelings on cuffs? Um, So they meet through mutual friends, discuss
1: business, and they sort of fall into this relationship, according to Sean. They dated two months before calling it quits, leaving the rest of us to wonder why. Not why they broke up, just why. Why did this happen? So, But the first words that Sean says on Brandy's podcast were something to the effect of, I just want to put it out there. Adrian never broke my heart. We were not in love. I've only loved one person. Yeah, he was very quick on this. And Brandy said, "Oh, was that one person the girl I saw with? Saw you with at dinner?" He said, "No, that was my ex-fiance. That was a different type of love. We have to assume that's a one-three-eight water kind of love, I guess."
0: Oh, yeah, Can yeah, you know, you know the, you know the, the ex, type,
1: the ex-fiance, and be like, "No, no, that's I not the girl loved, I loved, actually." Either. Oh my
0: gosh, this guy.
1: Yeah. So, but that was his first thing is like I want to clear something up. I she didn't break my heart. Like, okay, bud, nobody Had nobody... Adrian
0: put that story out that it was that way. So, or, apparently,
1: like... yeah, there was stories out there and then the two of them kind of discussed. Brandy claimed that uh, Adrian had put stories out about her and then they kind of said that she did all of it's very alleged, and, okay. you know. I Adrian so has weird. more money than everyone, so I want to be very careful how they say that. So, it was all him him saying that. Okay. But really, ever since then, things are kind of quiet in the world of Sean Stewart. That was until 2020. Rebecca, I'm not even sure if you remember hearing about this because it was 2020. 2020. Yeah, no. And before the world was on fire. But back in January of 2020, Sean, his father Rod, and a lot of the Stewart family is celebrating New Year's Eve at a hotel in Florida. Any idea what this hotel, what city this hotel would have been in? Miami, Miami. Try it one more time.
0: Uh, West Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Palm Beach. You got it. Palm Beach. The the right Palm Beach. Yes, the right (laughs) Palm Beach.
1: Home of the arrest of Tinsley Mortimer, the Countess Luanne de Lesseps, and Tiger Woods. Yeah. He's in there too. So the story goes, a security guard by the name of Jesse Dixon was working at a private event near a children's area, like at this hotel, when he notices a group trying to get into this area. Jesse tells the police that this group is really loud and they refuse to leave. And he says that Sean is one of the people there. He gets in the guy's face, Jesse's face, gets nose to nose with them. And he said then he, Jesse, places his right hand on Sean's chest and tells him to back up. That's when Sean shoves him and then 74-year-old Daddy Rod gets into it and punches Jesse in the left rib cage. Which... I'm assuming this was on tape because I can't even imagine you can feel him punch you in the ribs. Like, I feel like that's an after.
0: He's forever He's spicy. He's (laughs) spicy.
1: (laughs) I'll give it to him. Thanks to the cameras at the hotel, though, the evidence shows that Rod and Sean are really the primary aggressors in this whole thing. So, my gosh. Yeah, Rod would go on to speak to officers and apologize, saying the issue came from jesse being argumentative which led them to being agitated don't you hate when people argue with you and you're agitated and you can't
0: control what you do next yeah i'm also starting to see a little bit of a pattern that maybe sean's problems started with his dad
1: maybe rebecca they could it's use so you. weird <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> you should have
1: been his brief stepmom <laughs> <laughs> so jesse ends up signing an affidavit saying he wants to press charges against uh the father-son duo But on January 29th, prosecutors and defense attorneys announced that they wouldn't be going to trial for this altercation. Although terms of this were not released. I guess this is the life. This is the life of the in crowd, Rebecca. (laughs) So (laughs) not sure how many The Hills fans we have. um, But recently, Sean Stewart actually appeared on The Hills as a love interest of shorts for Audrina. Ding, ding, ding. That's our third clue. He, of course, takes to the Spidey podcast to talk about his time on the show. And the first words are out of his mouth on this show were, The cast was great, but it feels fake. Which, yes, we all know The Hills is pretty fake, right? Is this news to anyone oh, but boy. Sean Stewart? Yeah. Similar to his time on Brandy's podcast regarding Adrian, he comes into this uh, scene with Audrina, what he says, He says it's a total setup and he was a gentleman with flowers and immediately says she's a great girl and there was no interest and, quote, I just want to clear that up. So once again, he's saying I was not hurt here. This was not me. This was, you know, on her. So he talks about on this podcast saying, like, the Daily Mail says I'm in love with her and he said, no, 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 it's for the show. And he said, quote, I was just being myself and being a wonderful human being with a kind heart. End quote. Oh my gosh, this guy. Yeah, I actually kind of want him to write my headstone because I feel like I will seem like a much better person than I am.
0: No, I'm gonna do that for you. Thank and you. he is. I mean, maybe the least self-aware person. Maybe. <laughs> I would totally agree. Oh, if you could write, like,
1: she survived her douchebag douche phase, that would be helpful.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's already
1: been written. What are we talking about? There you go. So here's a few of my favorite quotes from this interview. So you guys do not have to listen to it. He said, yeah, thanks. I bring so much to the table.
0: Okay. <laughs> Next
1: one. Is water
0: the- water for everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Adrena thought I was just there for her. Honey, I was not on the show just for you. Honey, they wanted me to show up more. So honey get in line because he was not having it he also said quote people dm'd me saying she's lucky to be in your presence i oh, would like receipts
0: i was just gonna say show <laughs> us please
1: please so the next one is the last quote on this is um quote i've never needed fame because i was born into it my dad was the biggest singer of all time i don't actually Ooh, i don't know he's up there but
0: oh for sure household yeah, name but biggest but, come on all time
1: I don't care about being famous. I am already, end quote, he says on the Spidey podcast. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. cleaning.
1: So, while he's there, this was taped in June, so just two months ago, he talks about his clothing line. It's called Dirty Weekend. Um, oh. It's been around for a while. He's actually had it for several years, but he said on the show he just bought or rebought the domain name when it was coming out hoping for a launch of September which is next month
0: mm-hmm. I
1: have been to the website and it does not exist it is not going on there's nothing there um the Instagram I saw had photos from 2016 cool last in 2016 including one of him pouring what I can only assume is 138 water Match. over a model's bubbies uh, like <sighs> in her dirty it was it was like for 2016. We still weren't doing that in 2016. Absolutely not. This guy. I'm almost done. Rebecca, ready?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In this interview, he says that he wants to keep the clothing line, you know, small, like only sell a few things. Smart, right? Like Curated. Only- yeah. Yes, absolutely. He didn't use that word, neither did I, but you're right <laughs> with that one. <laughs> um, and so he's only selling three designs for women, three designs for men. Mm-hmm. For the men, he's doing t-shirts, hoodies, and beanies. Okay. Um and for the women, I'd actually like you to guess what three items he thinks women want with "dirty weekend" written on them. This is not Ta- 2004. This is not Christina Aguilera's dirty
0: tank tops, underwear. Okay. okay, and um, I can't imagine him wanting anything else on a woman. Um, baseball cap, okay. like a mesh trucker hat. Ooh. That he like, really
1: is stuck in that time. I think yeah. that you could be right. So you're very close and at least right on one of them. Crop tops. Um, okay. Okay. Cool shorts with the word dirty weekend on the back. On the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Cool shorts was what the <laughs> cool designer said. Cool shorts. Like, okay. And panties because, quote, the price margin on panties is insane.
0: I hate that he used the word panties. Me too. <laughs> okay, because I said underwear and he could have as well. Panties. Um, so I was right on one. You were. And you were really right on
1: the tank top, like crop yeah, top. Yeah, because the tank top would be short for sure. I don't necessarily so. think he knows the difference. Um, right. Lastly, Ugh. though, Sean said his true dream, one that he's had for years, and this is in the year 2021. This was two months ago, is to open a bar called Hot Legs. Based on women's legs, and it would be like Hooters, but for the bottom part for the masses.
0: <laughs> he should talk to another housewife to invest. Aviva Drescher. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's actually great. I see a whole marketing angle here. There you um, go. And the drinks could come in like prosthetic legs. <laughs> I love it. Whoa, this guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like him. I know yeah. we haven't gotten to the part where we're talking about our feelings yet,
1: but Well, okay. we really are. We're here now. That was that was how I was closing it. I didn't think I could top um, Hot Legs, so I thought I would end <sighs> it there.
0: Like, that's not even... It's not clever. It's not cool. It's not different. It's not interesting. It's like Hooters, but for the bottom half, ew. For the masses. <laughs> for the masses. I, I'm like processing it all. I don't I don't like him. I, like him. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't... you're alone
1: there. It was... Um, This was definitely a difficult one to research because not likable. Like, Mike Sorrentino doing that one, I love that he had a redemption story. He's
0: likable, too. Like, he has, like, some, like, personality. There's some charm there. Yes,
1: totally. mm -hmm. This guy's, like, Mm -mm. tepid.
0: He's, like, eh, like No. He just reeks of a kid in Hollywood who was clinging to fame, a son of Hollywood. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I just... I don't know. Like on a generous – a day I'm feeling more generous, I could be like, well, it's probably hard to grow up in the shadow of a famous father and it's probably hard to raise kids in Hollywood with all the money in the world. Like how do you even do that? Right. Like they all – and um, so many of them seem to end up like this guy. And it's just unbecoming and it's unattractive and I, I, don't, I don't get it.
1: No, and it seems very much to me like he is um – um if you were to write out a description of a son of Hollywood, you would you could write this, this would be story, right? The character type. He's an archetype. Absolutely. There's yeah. not a lot of adjustments I would make. I mean, I would maybe change hot likes to something else just to make it seem like he's you know more witty. Oh, Creative. he actually thinks he's very funny. That's another thing. Like, of course I didn't write does. that quote down, but it was it was a lot. I mean, Audrina was lucky to be in his presence. Right. So.
0: He sounds like someone who's like you know, throwing the equivalent of t- tantrums still like when he doesn't get what he wants, throwing bricks, allegedly. Yeah. You know, like fighting, having his security fight people on his behalf. It just sounds like a grown up toddler.
1: Yeah, it really does. But the most confusing thing to me is what in the world was Adrian thinking? She is this like insanely great, you know, businesswoman. She has small children. That's where I kind of lost it, where I'm like, You have little kids and this guy, like, at this point has already been involved in assault charges and I don't know. I mean, it was very brief and I think it was kind of, you know, I'm sure that was a hectic time
0: for her and all that. (laughs) Hectic time. I I mean, look, I I don't remember how old she would have been at that time, but, like, it's probably felt good for her ego, for, like, a younger guy to be into her. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think about this. Like, it was she could like have
1: tw- done better. But. 20-something years um, younger than him. Yeah. Also, she might have had a crush on Rod Stewart and was like, this is how hey, you get in the family.
0: Yeah, maybe. And, like, yeah. Rod Stewart is not forever young, but his son is forever younger.
1: Yeah. So. So far, the only um, title I've come up for – for this episode is have I told you lately that I punched you because it felt like that it's happened. perfect. It's <laughs> <No>. perfect. <laughs> but yeah, this was, this was an interesting one. I'm very excited for your next one to get us out of, I would like to leave my douche phase. I have to be honest.
0: Well, I think it's interesting that you said he has no Wikipedia page, Yeah, none. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's little information about all these things is suspicious. Like, I wonder if he's just Famous enough that we know him, and he's been on TV, but not so famous that you couldn't scrub the internet entirely of everything. Like Kim Kardashian has the best PR team around, but you can still dig up all this crap. Like, right. he's right in that middle zone, that sweet spot, maybe where he could have paid someone to like, oh yeah, adjust. He's not go- that many people going to be searching for it. exactly, exactly? So that could have been done. That's so interesting. Yeah. Did he work on anger management? He did do anger management years
1: ago whenever Dean team fought up that or broke up that fight. He did have to go okay. to anger management. So I, I again, I want to say that during the Judge Janine thing, I could see what people liked about him. I could see he seemed very nice and friendly and affable and all <laughs> the opposite of all the um, adjectives that one couple gave about him. But that was the only case I saw that in. The interviews on the podcast were really hard to sit through like it just made me very uncomfortable but yeah I think this is more than you ever needed to know
0: for sure um I kind of want like well the clip was enough actually of Sons of Hollywood yeah I just it's I mean it it is the poor man's entourage it's so bad yeah um well thanks for enduring those interviews for the sake of the show Melissa
1: yeah I really considered walking into traffic (laughs) in the middle of listening to one of them I was like I can't do this anymore
0: this is terrible Do you think it's possible for, you know, the greatest singers of all time, uh, I'm being facetious, but like for these massive celebrities to have kids that turn out normal, do you think we just don't hear about those kids? Probably, yeah. There are probably some families with, i like to think there are some where there's just like, they do have a lot of money, but somehow they've they've just managed to come out okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, at some point, Sean Stewart had a lemonade stand. He was such a good entrepreneur. He had a lemonade <laughs> stand in front of his house where the Hollywood tours would come by, and he'd make a 1000 to $2,000 a day. You can't be more relatable than that. It's for real. I mean, that's what he said. I don't know. When he was a kid? When he was a kid, he made one to $2,000 a day. And he started selling his dad's autograph. But-
0: So he was always like a little hustler. That's so interesting. Yeah. Entrepreneur.
1: That was his word. sorry.
0: Yeah, that was his word. Um, That's so interesting because I feel like, you know, missed opportunity for Rod and the mom to be like, okay, let's donate half of this to charity.
1: (laughs) Oh, let me add that he did. He did, of course, say in one interview that he helps with uh, homeless outreach. I don't know if that was part of community service or what, but he said that he did but really, I, I don't know. Yeah, Court mandated homeless yeah. outreach. What? That's from the office, right? Whenever he's like, but did the judge make you? Or you know, I don't <laughs> yes. need a court order to clean up my community, Jim. Um, something like that. So I don't know if that yes. was why or if, if he right. did and we just don't see that yeah. part of him.
0: Uh, I think he'd mention it, but um, it seems like he would.
1: He mention did mention often. it. I just don't know the motivation behind it. And sure, so he sure, talked sure. about his donating his time a lot. So, you know, that's there
0: do with that what you
1: want but now you have a full circle full
0: picture yeah no I love that and I'm just noticing the woman in the upper left corner of the the image for the show you mean hot legs yeah I was like oh there's the hot legs foreshadowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's it's not a pool boy it's a pool lady yep and she's you know it says everything you need to know about this whole show for the masses all we see is her backside mm-hmm. yeah her legs are the prominent they're very like elongated we don't see her face because why would she need a face she she's faceless she's and every it's, woman it's, yeah it's the hot legs it's the underwear it's the for it's the future um dirty weekend
1: it's randy spelling's tribal tattoo
0: oh my gosh yes yeah it is for
1: Randy Spelling. Wow. who made him do that
0: so good Yeah, so Well, good job. That was fun. That was really fun. Good. I'm glad
1: because it's been a train wreck the whole week uh, leading up to this. So, Rebecca,
0: what are you watching this week? Okay, so I tuned into something that I think we've discussed that I think you watched Hmm. um, a while back. So I finally got around to it. So Netflix. Okay. Sequel, I, I guess you might say. Couples. Oh, is this the follow-up Um, love is blind thing? Yes. I finally was curious enough to, like, put it yeah. on and see what was going on. I think people loved it from yeah. what I saw. Mm-hmm. I, I was so underwhelmed. And Me just, too. Like, really unimpressed. And I thought the Janina Damien mm-hmm. story looked very manufactured. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe that that was true, that he brought this girl. No. If it is they deserve each other but i i just think the whole thing looked very set up and then um jessica with the gift yeah to and mark not even showing up
1: i was and mark like mark
0: not even showing up yeah it felt i was very disappointed but what surprised me i'll tell you what was the most interesting thing is that my 16-year-old son was like just passing through my room i was watching it on my mm-hmm. computer in my room while i was like cleaning or something and he was like is this love is blind is this a new one and i was like um it's like after the altar followed, did you watch Love is Blind? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And he like left and like fully went to watch it. I was just like, I knew my daughter watched it, but I was like, okay. Like we, we could have all watched this together. <laughs> yeah. Family programming. Who knew? But um, yeah. So I watched that. So I know it's not a fun answer at all. It's not No, new, that's all right. but um, everything else I watched was for my next episode. So I can't Ooh. really say. Yeah. Um, How about you? Anything new or good? So it's not new. Um,
1: It's something that i've been meaning to watch for a while and it's multiple mm-hmm. seasons so i've just been meaning to watch the last uh season so uh, my clues are hmm, i'll probably give you four if you don't get it on the third kim what? okay jimmy it started on amc but you can watch it on netflix or amazon prime
0: kim heroin J-
1: no oh. meth meth meth
0: breaking bad
1: but I'm actually I am watching that now. Oh, but Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. I'm watching yeah, the, final, yeah. the last season. So I think maybe since we last recorded, Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack, and so oh, that wow. put it in my head that I wanted to finally watch this season. Yeah, man, it's so good. If you
0: did, you ever watch any of the Better Call Saul? No. Did you watch? You watch Breaking Bad though, right? I never finished. I I tapped out. I was so. I was so affected by it. I can watch some gnarly stuff, Melissa. There's something about dramatized drug use that just, and I I don't know why. I like, the guy fell through the tub in whatever episode that was early on. First episode. Oh, second episode. I think he died first episode or something. Okay. I think I hung on a little longer than that, but it was shortly after that. I I just tapped out. My husband continued and loved it, and I just couldn't. Yeah. No, I get that. There's different things. Whenever uh, kids are affected on a show, it's
1: just a no-go for me. I can't do it. So I get there's different things. But I will say if you are a Breaking Bad fan and you started Better Call Saul like me and you just kind of weren't sure because at first it it was very slow moving – it is so great as far as character development. The yeah. um, the his girlfriend on the show um, is such a pivotal pivotal person in his life that you don't yeah. realize
0: in her changes in the show. I'm just like blown away with how they've been able to do it. So can you watch Better Call Saul without having finished Breaking Bad or that doesn't make sense? I think
1: you could. I mean, you're really just watching a prequel, so you right. could maybe get into it. But yeah, you're seeing you're seeing somebody who's gotten to law for the right reasons and the reasons that they kind of fall away and start doing different things and just kind of the journey somebody's life takes, you know, just a different moments when you can go right and then you go left and and what that kind of does to a person and what it does to the people around him I'm fascinated by it so now I'm on a better I'm sorry now I'm on a um Breaking Bad rewatch. I I love that show the writing is so good on that show it's intense but it's um it's probably my
0: favorite favorite drama for sure um of all time that makes me want to go back and try again because I think my husband calls it like his top three shows ever, and he's like kind of I don't know, he's yeah, like critical. So I know it's good. It's been called like one of the greatest shows ever. Yeah, I know.
1: It's it's hard it though. I mean, if it there is, I mean, there's uh, there is a scene where they're in this drug house to get somebody out, and there's a kid there, and I fast forward that whole scene. I just can't watch it. Yeah. It just upsets no, me too much I know. with the kids. It's, so there's some things that I know that like, I just don't want to sit mm-hmm. through and I'm probably going to miss yeah. something, but I'll
0: be fine. That's um, okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Know thyself. Yeah. As I like to say. <laughs> um, all right. That's cool. And then of course we had the white Lotus finale, which was our show yes. last oh. episode. And we talked about it on Instagram and social media with um, our listeners a little bit, but like that was a great ride. Did not love the ending personally. Didn't didn't you feel like you were missing something because other people seemed to love it and I was like, what am I? Yes, not I feel like the here? only person who didn't love the ending, and I think it's because I expected so much more and I predicted the ending and I'm never good at that. So I'm like, oh, Armand is gonna die, and I really felt like Shane was gonna be the killer, right? And I thought, and I maintain that I think it would be a great plot twist if he had somehow thrown his wife under the bus for it like and that's why she wasn't at the airport I like that somehow he pins it on her and like that would to me like epitomize just how awful he is right and that like her instincts were right um but maybe that was too far-fetched um I I think that's
1: what it felt like um I saw somebody on Twitter write that the like HBO shows the undoing uh was wait the M- Mayor of Easttown, best ending, then The Undoing, which was a terrible ending, and then White Lotus. It, it just, I think there was so much buildup, and it could have done more, but I feel I like agree. three more episodes, you would have just been blown out of the water. But now it's hard for me. I loved the show, but now I'm like, the ending was terrible. That's like, what's that show, Bloodlines? I loved Bloodlines on oh, Netflix. I watched. The first two seasons, third was, I wish they would have just canceled it after the second. It just ruined it you know yeah. just you're like mm. that
0: happens yeah I'm still excited for a season two to see who they bring in oh, and for what sure. they do um but yeah I was a little disappointed at the ending but um, yeah
1: but I still think a good summer watch and amazing that they were able to make that during the pandemic like they only had very specific I mean there was a lot that went into it that made it incredible it's Absolutely. just the ending you're just like oh. but maybe we were yeah. expecting too much in the sense that like it's probably more realistic how it ended really yeah you're right you're right except the sun I hated that that he couldn't stay yeah he's 16 they're gonna come back and get him there it's not like they show this like triumphant thing of him in the water and like no they're on a plane back to go get him this is home
0: alone 2 or home alone (laughs) 4 it's over that's so funny that's true yeah i know yeah his character was such a cool part of the show just because he's like the only person who had like a reckoning
1: yeah yeah um
0: maybe not the only but i think maybe the only maybe (laughs)
1: And the one guy, sorry, the boyfriend of um, Jennifer, oh, Coolidge. Oh, oh. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, Paula. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge being Uncle Rico. That blew my mind from uh, right? Napoleon Dynamite. You told yeah. you told me that, I
0: think. Yeah, I um, think so. Well, yeah. So, so many good things to watch and so many good stories to tell. Do you want some clues for the next one? Please. Okay. I feel like these clues might be very guessable. Okay. But I'm just going to go with them because – I'm at the top of my research, mm-hmm. and so it's like I can't give something more obscure at this point. But sure. I am really excited to tell this story. Okay. And the the clues are actually there's been a couple references to things, major things in my story in this episode that you said unknowingly. Wow. But I do think you know the story. Okay. I'm not going to guess. You're, okay. Just because everybody can have their chance. Okay, so Melissa's not going to guess. So listeners, here are your clues. Something I know a lot about, which is golf. Just kidding. I don't Got know it. about golf. Um, New York City. Okay. And an NDA. Ooh. So, yes. I think I know yeah. what it is. I'm excited. Yeah. So I actually have you to thank for this story idea. So you do know, I think. Definitely. Um, but we'll talk about it more at the next episode. Can't wait. It's good. Yeah, me too. Until then,
1: have a great week, everyone. Find us on social media at Criminality Show. I think on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Rebecca, Dialogue Podcast. Check her out
0: every Wednesday. Every Tuesday, you can hear Melissa, one half of Moms and Murder Podcast. And find us on YouTube. We're here. The
1: first 12 minutes isn't on of the last one because I forgot to hit record, but this week should be fine
0: yay we did it um we're waving from youtube land um so awkward this is why oh my gosh it's the morning okay let's never do this at eight in the morning again
1: sounds um, good but this was
0: good um, and yeah. we'll see you next time bye
1: bye thank you for listening to criminality if you're enjoying the show please head over to apple podcast or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review The reality is it would be
0: a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder. And Rebecca Sebastian
1: on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.